Is there any fight more worthy than the fight to protect a child? We are six days out from our midterm election, and this year, more than ever before, we've got parents who have never been particularly political coming out in huge numbers to vote for change that will protect their children. Hi, I'm Julie Barrett, and you're listening to the Women's Blaining Podcast. I am also the founder of Conservative Ladies of Washington. We are an organization of like-minded ladies and gentlemen here in Washington State. We are working hard to advance the conservative movement by electing conservative candidates, by educating and empowering Washington State citizens to stand up speak up, and take action that can create real change in Washington state. We would love for you to join us. We are stronger in numbers and we need all hands on deck. You can learn about our mission and the work that we're doing and how you can join us by heading over to our website, conservativeladiesofwa.com. That's conservativeladiesofwa.com. And launching this month will be our national platform, Conservative Ladies of America. And I'm so excited to spread this movement to a national level and get people from all across the country on board working to create change to save America. I will have more details in the coming days about how you can join us and learn more about Conservative Ladies of America. So stay tuned. This morning, I saw an article titled Suburban Women Shift from Supporting Democrats to GOP Ahead of Midterms. There was a poll in the uh, Wall Street Journal recently that reveals that suburban women are shifting their support from Democrat to Republican ahead of the midterm elections. With this notable shift coming in part due to rampant inflation and skyrocketing crime across the country. I would add this is due largely in part to the mama bears. And as I was thinking after I read this article about how I got involved in politics, how I started paying attention, back in 2015 when Obama passed the law or executive order, I forget what exactly it was, but all of the stuff involving the transgender bathroom issues. And you saw Target took up back in 26, I think it was late 2016 when Target made that transgender policy with their bathrooms. And my kids were pretty little still at the time. And I thought, you know, they were old enough where you could send them to the bathroom on their own, but I wouldn't want them going in the bathroom if I knew that there was potentially a male in the bathroom. And here in Western Washington, we have a pretty large population of LGBTQ as opposed to some other areas, more rural areas or conservative areas. This is just a area with a large population of that. And I could see that as being a real possibility if I sent one of my young daughters into the bathroom. And so I stopped shopping at Target. And that shortly after that, Donald Trump came on the scene and he was a candidate for president and he was talking about draining the swamp and all of these things. And that's really when I got political. So it started with that idea of protecting my kids from something that I felt was a danger to them. Obviously, since 2015, we're now seven years later, and there are a lot of different ways that our children are being targeted in a dangerous way. 
even just sending them to school. We have got all of the gender indoctrination, the gender ideology, the critical race theory, and you've got moms who never have been particularly political who are seeing their young children, as young as kindergarten, coming home with this gingerbread person and teaching kids, little kids five and six years old, about pronouns. And moms who probably didn't give two hoots about politics are now paying attention because they're understanding, they're putting two and two together and they see that it's these radical left Democrat politicians that are making the laws and making the policies that are targeting and hurting our children. There is nothing more powerful than a parent who is fighting to protect their child. And this has activated parents nationwide to step up and to get involved, whether it's at a local level, at the school board, or it's in the state legislature, or they're just listening to the Senate candidates here in Washington. It's Patty Murray and Tiffany Smiley. And Patty Murray is obsessed with abortion. She is very much in favor of and pushing the, quote, gender-affirming health care. And Tiffany Smiley is a mom of three young children herself who is very much in favor of parents having a say in their child's education and their child's health care. And she understands that children who are 13 should not be making their own medical decisions, such as cutting off their genitals when they are very healthy children. So there are a lot of different ways in which our children are being targeted and you are seeing parents, I'm going to speak especially about moms because as a female running a ladies organization, I primarily see moms, but there are a lot of papa bears, a lot of dads who are getting up and getting in this fight and who are saying, no more, you're not going to do this to our kids. So dads, I just want you to know, I see you. I'm not leaving you out. I'm just speaking to the ladies, which I see on a, on a very regular basis. And I see how much these women are coming out of the woodwork and getting up on their hind legs and saying, nope, you are not doing this to my kids. Whether it's in a quiet way where a mom of a young one is saying, you know what, my kid's not going to go to private school. I'm going to stay at home. I'm going to put my career on hold and I'm going to homeschool my children because I'm not going to expose them to that. Maybe that's the extent of it. There are other moms who will take it a step further. They'll go to the school board meetings. There are other moms who will go even a step further and run for the school board and get on the school board so that they can start influencing the policies that are going on in these schools. There are moms who have started organizations similar to Conservative Ladies of Washington. You're seeing these mama bears organize and they maybe weren't ever really considered themselves Republican or conservative. Maybe they even considered themselves Democrat. I know I did at one point. I would have probably called myself, well, I would have said I was a moderate, but probably leaned more to the left. But now those people on the left, they've gone so, so far to the left that no sane person can stay on board with what they're doing. And so you have these moms who aren't going to go the way of the Democratic Party. And so they have no other option but to say, okay, I'm voting red. I guess I'm a conservative. If protecting my kids makes me a conservative, well, here I am. So it's really cool to see all of these women 
coming out of the woodwork, getting political in an effort to protect their children. You can hit us at the gas pump. You can hit us at the grocery store. You can target our 401k, but you come for our kids and you've got a fight on your hands. And the left has taken it too far. They overplayed their hand. And when COVID happened and all of our kids brought their devices into the house and were doing online school, we got to see firsthand the indoctrination that's going on in the government schools. And moms all over the country said, not on my watch. And you have seen in Washington, we've had a lot of parents pull their kids out of the government school. You've seen that nationwide. You had, I talked to uh, one of the members of the Sarasota School Board, which is uh, where I'll be living next year. Um, and they have turned the, you probably heard about the big turning of the Sarasota School Board. They flipped it conservative. And now there's four conservatives and one radical left woke person left on the school board. And so the mission now is to get that last person off of the school board and have a overwhelming majority of conservatives running the Sarasota school board, which is really cool to see this kind of thing happening. And it's it should be inspiring and motivating to people all across this country to really double down against their efforts. And I think with this election, I think you are going to see a bit of a red wave. I don't know how big it's going to be, but I think for sure we're going to see the Republicans pick up seats in the House and the Senate on a federal level. I think you're going to see it in a lot of states, including a lot of blue states, Washington, Oregon, Michigan. I think you're going to see a lot of change in these states. And it'll be interesting to see how the Democrats respond to that. I don't think that they will correct course. I think they will double down because that's what they do. They just double down. I think they will make it worse for conservatives and people who lean right on social media. They'll try to censor us more. They will make things more uncomfortable for us. And for us, that should cause us to also double down because at some point there will be a break and the pendulum will swing. And we are seeing movement, so that should be encouraging and should encourage you to double down in this fight. The article in the poll continues and says, This shift in support comes as voters say the Republican Party would be more fit to address rampant, inf rampant inflation and rising crime seen under the Biden administration and Democratic leadership. One 39-year-old stay-at-home mother from Pennsylvania, Jennifer Hackworth, told the Wall Street Journal that she has noticed the prices of necessities like clothing for her children and grocery items getting more expensive. The Dems have kind of proved that they haven't been able to make a change with inflation. It's just gotten worse in the last couple of years. Hackworth said that she usually leans Republican, but she had previously considered voting for Democrat Senate candidate John Fetterman due to his stance on abortion. Though undecided, Hackworth said she is leaning toward Republican candidate Mehmet Oz. While I would want to support the right for a woman to choose, I also want to support our economy getting better because it's not right now, Hackworth said, adding, give the Republicans a chance in Congress, see what they can do. Overall, 48% of voters said that the Republican Party would do best to curb inflation compared to just 27% who said that the Democrats would be best. In regards to crime, 43% of voters overall said Republicans would be better able to tackle the issue, while just 27% said the Democrats would. 
One of the things that we're seeing as reflected in this article is the left is really using the abortion issue to target women voters because they know that they're failing everywhere else, which is why they have had to push the abortion issue so hard. I mean, they are they are absolutely obsessed with abortion. My 16-year-old daughter called me yesterday afternoon after lunch at school and she was in tears because she had a conversation with a couple of her peers and they were asking her if she liked Tiffany Smiley. And my daughter said, "Well, I I think so. I really agree with a lot of the things that she says." And they said to my daughter, oh, well, you know that Tiffany Smiley wants to make abortion illegal. Why would you support somebody who wants to make abortion illegal? And it was interesting. And I told my daughter that, you know, your friends are misinformed. That is not true. That is not fact. Tiffany Smiley does not want to make abortion illegal. But these kids are not different than their adult parents, I'm sure. There are a lot of adults that don't know the facts, that have bought into the lies that the left is selling, and it's working well for them in some places. It's working well for them with women who are pro-choice. But what a lot of these women don't understand is that the leftist's plan with abortion is to have absolutely no guardrails, abortion on demand at any time for any reason. And most people, even the pro-choice people, do not agree with on-demand abortion up until birth. And so we have an opportunity to educate. So I would encourage you, I've done a lot of episodes on abortion. I've written about abortion. And I would encourage you to really read up the facts on what your state's laws are about abortion here in Washington. Uh, Our legislature just passed another pro-abortion law this year. It was House Bill 1851. And they came out last Friday in a press conference, the Washington State Democrats and Governor Jay Inslee, about what they plan to do in the next session in 2023. And they actually want to expand Washington's pro-abortion laws to reach into other states. They said they want to reach as far as they possibly can to protect abortion in Washington and beyond. So you need to find out what your state's laws are on abortion so that you can speak factually to other people who are probably misinformed and they're probably buying whatever story they are hearing from the media. I was recently interviewed by the Seattle Times about abortion, and they took only, I spent about 20 minutes on the phone with the journalist, and out of that 20 minutes, she took one sentence I said, and she used it out of context, and it made me sound like a squishy Republican, which I hate, but I clarified a lot of facts that she had wrong. And of course, she didn't use that in the article. So it's very interesting when you're on the backside of one of these news pieces, quote, news pieces, um, to see how they actually spin it and they leave out information uh, that's actually factual. They don't want people to know the facts. So it would be great as you're having conversations with people 
to for you to know the facts so that you can help educate people because this is part of our responsibility. We know that we have a dishonest media. We know that our politicians are dishonest. So look up the bills yourself, figure out what actually is going on in your state, and then educate yourself, educate your friends, educate your teenage kids. I have had so many conversations with our teenagers over the last few days as we're leading up to these elections and we're seeing the commercials and we're watching the debates. My kids have been very curious and they're actually like taking to this. My son called me this afternoon and he was asking me about his ballot because he's at college um, about a half hour away from us and his ballot came to the house. So he's filled out his ballot and we'll drop it in the Dropbox on November 8th on Election Day. But he was very concerned about, you know, where was I going to take it? When was I going to take it? Uh, am I sure I won't forget? Um, and I just thought it was very, very cute. This is his uh, first election that he can actually vote. So he turned uh, 18 last November right after the election. So this is his first kind of big election where he gets to vote. So I really encourage you to have these conversations with your teenagers and empower them and encourage them to to speak out. And, you know, the conversation that I had with my daughter after she calmed down and, you know, she told me, you know, mom, I'm allowed to have my opinion. And it really makes me mad that they can't respect my opinion, that they want to tease me and bully me over my opinion. And she said, you know what, mom, though, it's not going to change my opinion. They can bully me all they want, and I'm not going to change my opinion. And so I was really proud of her being a teenager in Western Washington, a conservative teenager in Western Washington cannot be easy. It's hard enough being a conservative adult in Western Washington. So if you have a teenager who leans conservative or is willing to listen to your viewpoints, that's the best thing you can do is educate them and give them the facts so that they can have intelligent conversations with their friends and teach your kids to stand strong and not back down. And so good job, Mama Bears. Thank you for getting into this fight. Thank you for stepping up and protecting your kids. And I know you probably didn't want to be political. And we've all been put in a position where we didn't want to be political, but here we are, you forced us into this. And so I appreciate you stepping up. I appreciate you being willing to get in the fight. And it's not over and it's not going to be over anytime soon. So gear up for battle. We've got a long race ahead of us. Connect with like-minded friends because there is energy and enthusiasm when you can be around like-minded people. So please make sure that you are connecting with people who can keep you strong and keep you encouraged and you can keep them strong and encouraged as well. So remember, Election Day is Tuesday, November 8th. Get your ballot in on Election Day. If you have a mama bear or a papa bear story that you would like to share with me, I'd love to hear from you. All of my contact info is listed in the show notes, and I look forward to chatting with you again next time. <laughs>